y'all have taken some great points from these videos i hope you have grown in your confidence and i hope you know that your life is not over boo it's just getting started but today we're going to be talking about some facts that break the stigma regarding herpes and the saying everyone has herpes is literally real because i got the tea i got the tea y'all so we're gonna go ahead and get into this but y'all already know y'all know the deal what's coming up what's coming up promotion so i am rocking my favorite lippy set by glimmer by elise as i am the brand's owner okay maya elise rocking glimmer by elise this is our sugar baby lippy set love it it's super nude super brown super silky super cute so this is our sugar baby lip gloss and our number eight dial me up lip pencil yo can we just talk about it can we talk about it video over and <laughs> okay let's get into it because i just love our applicator first of all it's so big there's so much product that comes out and that sound i love that sound it just sounds it's satisfying okay it's just cuteness and greatness in a bottle so information in the description bar but y'all already knew that okay so let's go ahead and get into these facts because Really, what is the most challenging about herpes is the stigma um, that is associated with it. Um, there's not a lot of education around herpes, and people have just made a mockery and a joke within the entertainment industry. You know, movies have basically made a mockery of the herpes virus and those who have herpes. So it just makes it a bit challenging for those who actually have it. To find our footing in a world that basically is telling us we're not good enough. But according to these facts that I got y'all, we about to break some barriers, okay? We about to hit them with the truth and that just is what it is because sometimes people just need the tea. So what's the tea, sis? What's the tea? Let me tell y'all the tea. So I have six facts written down in my notebook and I'm also going to be referencing some information on my laptop. So if I have to go back, um, I'll bring my laptop and I'll read some of the information on my laptop because it was a bit much to write down. So fact number one, according to the World Health Organization, okay, the World Health, World Health Organization, 67% y'all of the world's population has HSV-1. That is about 3.7 billion people. Mind you, there's 7 billion people in the world. So about 3.7 billion people have herpes and that's just HSV-1. Now re regarding, excuse me, regarding HSV-2, 11% of the world population has HSV-2, and that is about 417 million people. Both of these, HSV-1 and HSV-2, these facts are between the ages of 15 to 49. Now, mind you, HSV-1 is typically associated with oral herpes, but they can be interchangeable. So in my case, I have HSV-1, genital HSV-1. 
HSV2 is more connected with genital herpes, but you can have HSV2 orally. So at this point, it doesn't matter. So that's a misconception as well, that HSV1 is in one area and HSV2 is another. No, they could be interchangeable. So someone in this 3.7 billion can have genital HSV1 and someone in this 417 million um, count can have HSV2 on their mouth. So it doesn't matter which one you have, where you have it, they're interchangeable, okay? But that's a lot of people, 67% of the world's population. Fact number two, most people who have oral or genital herpes don't know they have it. So during a full STD test, HSV1 and HSV2 are not tested for. So you could ask for a full panel STD testing. They can test you for gonorrhea, HIV, syphilis, chlamydia, everything and HSV1 and HSV2 are not in that full panel test, y'all. People are not even being tested, okay? And when asked, some people are denied. So let me tell y'all about the CDC. The CDC, what does the CDC have to say about testing? So let me grab my laptop. So according to the CDC, there is no evidence that diagnosing genital herpes with a blood test in someone without symptoms would change their sexual behavior or stop the virus from shedding. In addition, without knowing the benefits of testing, the risk of shaming and stigmatizing people outweighs the potential benefits. So basically the CDC is saying there are no benefits associated with testing and the shaming and stigmatizing of the virus outweighs the importance of testing. Now, let me go on and continue to read what another website says. So this is from thebody.com. So I Googled, why is herpes not tested? It says, testing for it could cause mass hysteria, okay? Mass panicking, mask worry. So people are prioritizing emotions over testing for this virus. If that doesn't let you know that it's not that big of a deal, I don't know what to tell you. But nobody is being tested for herpes unless they have symptoms. And we all know that you can have a virus, a cold, um, an underlying health condition with no symptoms, okay? Herpes is one of those conditions, one of those viruses that you can have without symptoms. And if you do not have symptoms, you are not being tested. If you have been exposed, you are not being tested. Even when you go to the doctor, to the clinics, the emergency care, wherever you're going, to get a full panel STD test, maybe they're not testing you for herpes, okay? Boom. Now, fact number three, according to the CDC, there goes the CDC again, most people who have HSV1, so oral herpes, again, interchangeable, got it in early childhood from non-sexual content, such as a kiss contact, such as a kiss from their relative. So a family member kissing them on the cheek, kissing them, you know, you know, on the cheeks, on the lips. Now that young child has been exposed to herpes from a family member who also probably did not know that they had herpes or had an open cold sore. Um, and they ended up transmitting the virus to their young family member. And now that family member has herpes. And again, this family member who received herpes as a child could have the virus and never have symptoms, okay? So fact number four, herpes is simply a skin condition. 
It won't kill you, okay, or cause any life-threatening conditions. So we all know chlamydia and gonorrhea, specifically in women, can cause issues in childbirth. Um, obviously, HSV, AIDS can cause underlying conditions. Syphilis can cause underlying conditions. Um, however, herpes is simply a skin virus that does not cause any underlying conditions, which is why it's not tested for. If it was something that would be a threat to the body, they would test. So the fact that they don't feel the need to test stems from the fact that there's no underlying conditions. It won't kill you. It won't hurt you beyond just that initial painful breakout. But once you get over the breakout, you're good. Okay. Mm -mm -mm. And we'll be stigmatizing people for nothing. Fact number five. Now, we talked about this in my other video, but I just felt like this is a fact that needs to be talked about in this video. Um, your dating life is not over, okay? We talked about that, and I have proof of that. Um, your sex life is not over, okay? Your love life is not over. Your value is not deplenished or diminished now because you um, are HSV1 or 2 positive. You matter. You're valuable. That is a fact. Um you will find love, you are lovable, and everything will be okay. So I put that down as a fact because that is a fact, okay? Now, our last and final fact, which is number six, antiviral medication reduces the chance of passing the virus to your partner. So basically, antiviral medication, you can choose to take it daily, weekly, however often you would like to take it, or you could choose not to take it at all, okay? The antiviral medication is not... Um, something that you can use to as a cure because there's obviously no cure for herpes, but it reduces your chances of passing the virus on to your partner. So by taking this medication, um, it's, it's a protective preventative method um, for transmitting the disease. And you can continue to have a happy, safe sex life um, and not have to worry about passing the virus on, excuse me, to your partner. So this was a quick and short video that I just wanted to do to provide the actual facts from the World Health Organization and the CDC regarding herpes in the attempt to break the stigma that is associated with the herpes virus. We should not be shaming people for something that the doctor is literally not testing for. Take it up with the doctor, not me. Meet me outside. How about it? Okay. So as this video concludes our four-part series of Hotties with Herpes, I just want to thank y'all so much for tuning in. Um, this has been super fun for me to film. Um, this is actually the first time, well, I've told and disclosed to people about my herpes virus, um, but I just told the world, and this is so freeing and so exciting, and I just encourage everyone to feel comfortable in their skin, feel comfortable in their body, and know that at the end of the day, you are beautiful, you are perfect, you are fine just the way that you are. Um, I'm super proud of you for starting your healing journey, simply finding these videos, getting the resources that you need to um, start finding yourself again and start knowing that you're lovable and that you matter. And I am just super excited that I got to share this journey with y'all. Um, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for being here on this four-part journey with me. And until next time, my kings and queens, remember to always put God first in everything that you do. And remember that you are valuable. I think I said that, but I'm going to say it again. Keep your I am statement strong and um, just keep being great. Ah, bye, y'all. <laughs>